We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is a, a strong Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday song right here. Did oh, yeah. Tailgate Ted say he was going to make us a Spotify playlist for all the Vodka Red Bull Friday songs? We haven't gotten it yet. I need that in my life, man. Need that for like a golf course. Next time I'm out there, B-Mitch give me 18 strokes, stroke a hole, and I beat his butt. I need this playlist. I'll give you a stroke a hole if you bet me $25 a hole. We'll see. <laughs> 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 See, you know, you want the stroke a hole, we bet like small money. But I give it to you for twenty five a hole, and then that get... is by far the most reasonable offer you've ever presented. Okay, well, I'm just saying. All right. Um, speaking of reasonable offers, man, I, uh, I want to get to this Heineke thing, but I just saw this tweet from Josina Anderson. It really stood out to me. Uh, Josina covers the NFL, obviously, for I think CBS now. Um, Josina said. I just got off the phone with Eagles defensive lineman Brandon Graham. Quote, I haven't officially signed yet, but it's pretty much done. I'm coming back. It wasn't about the money. I love Philly. I don't want to miss a championship with Jalen. Jalen is the man. I just told my agent, make it happen. Yeah, he does so much in the community as well. Graham does. And, you know, once you get those connections, it's hard to get away from a place. I hear you, B. All I would say to that, Graham's going to turn 35 in April. Mm-hmm. He's coming off statistically the best year season of his career. I, I, I would never begrudge a player for wanting one more payday. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying when you're 35, it's hard to get that one more payday in the position he plays. Yeah, and so maybe, if you can, if you if you you're know, comfortable, they know how close they were. I'll, I'll tell you this: like I went to New York, and as I think back, I should have never left Philly. I should have taken probably a little less money for that year in Philly because I made that up off the field. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you've told me that. So it's like sometimes when you're making your move, you make your move for whatever reasons. But that media market and the way that they love that team and the way that they pay their ex-players for doing stuff, it outweighs here. Right. So, you know, it's like sometimes we make the move, but if you can look at it to where I'm still going to make the same amount of money. Or more by being here. The salary may be less, but I'm making all this extra stuff, doing all this other, and making connections that will carry me for the rest of my life. So, uh, so that's what's going on in Philly. I, I listed off seven possible starters on that defense that could be gone. Looks like Brandon Graham won't be one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about what's going on here in Washington. Um, 
B, I think you and I are, are in a pretty similar boat. Um, I love Taylor Heineke. I've gotten to know him. Great dude. He is the type of backup quarterback you want on your team. He comes in, gives you a, a pop, gives you a chance to win games. Mm-hmm. In Washington for, hell, three years now, two years, he has kept them afloat repeatedly after bad quarterback decisions. Yep. He, he, he's over 500. Nobody else is. He's 12, 11, and 1. Alec, him and Alex Smith are the only quarterbacks, I think, over 500 since Kirk Cousins left, and that was 2018. So Heineke deserves real credit and real respect. Mm-hmm. Former Old Dominion football coach Bobby Wilder. Wilder was the coach at ODU when Heineke was the quarterback. They set records. In a lot of ways, they probably put ODU football on the map. Um, you'd have to ask Scott Jackson for a more thorough ODU football review. But first time I ever heard of him was when Heineke threw for 700 yards. So Bobby Wilder clearly has a dog in this fight. All right, let's be clear about mm-hmm. that. Wilder joined Al Galdi's podcast earlier this week, I believe. And, Lanville, maybe we could track down the audio, but for right now I'm just going to read it. Bobby Wilder speaking about Ron Rivera handling the quarterback situation in Washington, and he did not miss, mince words. Wilder says, Rivera, uh, quote, completely mishandled this quarterback situation from the moment he got the job, end quote. Mm. If you're talking about from the moment he got the job, you got to wonder, going all the way back to the Haskins thing, Mm -hmm. there's some scuttlebutt that one of the reasons Kevin O'Connell didn't stick around was that he wanted to be able to change quarterbacks because they had that number two overall pick. And if I had to guess, I would imagine ownership did not want that. But who knows? And everybody's going to have a million different variations of the story. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite variations on things now, 10 years later, is how neither Mike or Kyle, Sh- Mike or Kyle Shanahan wanted anything to do with RG3. Go back and watch But they Mike. made a whole offense that fitted. <laughs> and go back and watch Mike. Go back and watch the tape of Mike Shanahan watching RG3 at the Baylor Pro Day and tell me that guy didn't want that guy to be his quarterback. <laughs> So we'll, we'll never get the real story, but it's interesting that Wilder says Rivera has completely mishandled the quarterback situation from the moment he got the job because who the hell knows what this looks like if they take Herbert or Tua at two instead of Chase Young. Anyway, um, there obviously have been missteps. The Fitzpatrick signing was a misstep. The Wentz trade was a disaster. Um, we'll see what the Sam Howell draft pick becomes. That, that could prove to be their savviest quarterbacking move. Whatever happened with Alex Smith, I understand the reluctance to play the dude because of the injury, but he also clearly pissed Alex off. Both of those things can be true. Yeah. Um, More from Wilder here. He says, this is specific to, I guess, now. In my mind, Ron has moved on from Taylor Heineke. You and I both said be – Ron was desperate to bench Heineke last year so he could get Wentz back in there. As soon as he could. Right. Um, this, this quote really stands out to me. This is of the decision to go to Carson Wentz week 17 against the Browns when he finally benched Heineke. Mm-hmm. This is Bobby Wilder, former Old Dominion football coach. I feel there was some animosity there. I feel like in Ron's mind – Taylor was receiving too much credit for the turnaround. Mm. 
What do you make of that? That's a strong statement. I never, I never even thought that far, that much, that deep into it. But ultimately, my comment I made, and now, 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 I'll stand by it. That I said, you know, you had this guy who you could not wait to bench. This guy basically kept you afloat for two years. Two years, and then you, at every chance, would say something negative about him. Who you got to get somebody else, and couldn't wait to bench him. And then the guy you went with fell flat on his damn face. So I don't know if it's about to get in the credit or whatever, but I can just say I never felt that there was any belief in him. Every once in a while when I would hear a compliment, it seemed like it was force or strain to get it out. But I don't know anything about, oh, I want more credit than the quarterback. If that's the case, then that's a problem. But I don't know that. That's the coach. That's the, uh, that's uh, Taylor's ex-coach feeling that way. And let's remember now, they still have a relationship. So a lot of the stuff that he may be saying may be stuff he's heard. Sure. I I find it hard to believe Ron thought Taylor was getting too much credit for the turnaround. I, maybe. Um, Ron does seem like he pays attention to, you media. know, kind of – Media, the narratives around the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there could be separate things here. I, I think, if I had to guess, there was certainly some animosity when Ron called Heineke into his office and told him he was benched week 17. <laughs> and and I imagine the animosity was tailored to Ron. Like, yo, are you effing kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see Ron getting a little put off. If you remember how it got... And, and I remember this most because our boy, our boy AJ, AJ Atai, came down from ESPN and did a feature on the Heineke Jordans thing mm-hmm. after every win buying the, the Jordans. And some of those wins, I remember coming on this show and people get mad at me. I remember going on the podcast, people would get mad at me. Some of those wins were kind of junk wins. And, and, and if anybody deserved credit, it wasn't the offense. It wasn't Heineke. But because he was this super lovable dude, he was kind of getting the credit and, and, and getting the fame. Well, who cares about credit, right? But the clout, whatever you, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, whatever Linnell is in search of, Heineke was getting. <laughs> and I, I could see that rubbing the head coach the wrong way a little bit. Not in that he doesn't want – Taylor to get Jordans or whatever, but it's like, come on, man, lock this in. Like, let's be real about what we're accomplishing here. I, that wouldn't stun me. Yeah, but the ultimate thing is he's winning. Whether you, whether you agree or not, they get the quarterback gets the credit. Right. Whether it's one play, whatever. But the thing of it is, if a coach is sitting up there concerned about that crap and, and the guy comes to work every day and give me everything he has, he goes in the game, he has fun with it, the team responds to him, if I got a problem with that, I got a pro- I have a problem. Why would that piss off anybody? I mean, we watched everybody to a man, whether you like Heineke or not, you saw how they responded to him. Sure. He brought a level of fun and excitement in the stands with the fans. How, how I mean, how can it piss you off? He had fun with it after winning. He got some uh, Jordan. I think he brought his teammates some Jordans and things like that. It, it, you know, I, I thought it was kind of tacky, but I understood that they all got in this to this together. That's why I've always been a, a player where I don't. Sometimes coaches have to be able to 
remove yourself from the whole thing and let the players come together, especially at this level, because these are not little kids for the most part. These are grown-ass men that are considered professionals that do their jobs as good as anybody in the world does. And sometimes your ideas, your thoughts, your beliefs, you have to just swallow that and move on and let, let it go. So I don't – listen, man, if, a, if, if I have a player and his wife or his girlfriend is saying certain things at the – you know, when they're when they out with the other wives or somewhere else, I'm assuming that that player is talking to to his wife or his girlfriend. If this coach is saying all this type of stuff, I'm assuming that he had a conversation with Taylor. I don't think he just pulled it out the air by himself. If he did, he's doing a serious disservice to Taylor. Yeah, but if, I, I, if you I, just want to go, go and go on this thing, spout I don't out think, like that, I don't think I, he's spouting out just by himself. I think the man, listen, my coach in college, David Cully, my head coach, Nelson Stokely, God rest his soul, if those two guys were still – well, David is still here. If Coach Stokely was still here and anybody said something about me, I probably had a conversation with one of those two, and they're going to defend me to the, to the end because we have a relationship. I helped them look good. They helped me look good. Taylor helped that man look good. That man helped Taylor look good. They're going to stand up for each other. Yeah, That's how it goes, man. Here's, here's perhaps the, the sentence from Bobby Wilder that, that I agree with. Because I'm not sure I agree with everything else he's saying. I agree with snippets of it, but I, I think he's presenting a pretty one-sided case. Um, this is about next season. Bobby Wilder, mm-hmm. former Old Dominion coach, Taylor Heineke's college coach. Quote, if they make a move to Sam Howell and he throws a pick the first game, fans are going to change. Fans are going to chant Taylor's name again because he is that lovable guy. That I agree with, dude. Maybe it's not one pick, but if it's two or that, three, that I agree with, and that's why I say you gotta let him go. Because I agree. If, if in your if in your heart of hearts, he is not your starter. He is not the guy you feel could take you where you want to go. He don't need to be here pulling people and like. Pulling your team apart, your fan base, or whatever. You move the hell on with something else. But realize you're in D.C. The backup quarterback will be popular. <laughs> so Always. It happens like that. Always. Um, you know, the Heineke stuff I, I find really interesting. What does the saying be? Like, if you love somebody, let it go. Let, right? uh, let them go if they come back. Something like that. Then you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever that may yeah, be. Yeah, basically, if you let them go and they come back, then they were always meant to be. If they don't, then it wasn't meant to be, something like that. Yeah, clearly you and I write a lot of love letters. Um, I think uh, I Not I this day and age, you don't have to write. All you got to do is go online and get that little chat, GBT, whatever it is, let it, it'll write it for you. <laughs> When's the last time you had chat, GBT, write a love letter for you? <laughs> Never. It just, I just found out about it two weeks ago. I just hit him with emojis, B. I go kissy face, kissy face, the dancing lady, and an eggplant, and you're in business. Man, Trust me. You, green. you can quote Kiss, that. Handsome green and some roses. You keep you good. Um, I I don't know who the right person is, Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, but I, I do think – you know what's weird, though? Yeah. Is th- this time last year, Ron and Martin – couldn't do enough to say they were trying to get another quarterback. And then occasionally they would say, but we do really appreciate everything Taylor's done. Mm-hmm. 
this year it's like, yeah, we got to figure out who else we're bringing in, and maybe that's Taylor. It it feels like it's reached its conclusion, don't you think? Or did or <laughs> did in the conversations to whether when they went to Carson, then they came back and they didn't know who they were going to go with. Did those conversations? Did somebody say something that kind of rubbed somebody the wrong way in those in those conversations? Uh, did Taylor realize that you know what this is a damn they playing games, or did they realize that you know what he's not just a fun loving guy he does have a backbone too and he said something that they didn't like to hear. We've heard words about another quarterback who said some stuff and they never could be let go. So ultimately, did it finally come to a point where the truth was spoken, and they couldn't handle it? Yeah. You know what? Listen, and, I, I, and, dude, if Taylor finally was like, man, I've had enough of this bleep, I'm not. Because what we understand to be truth is that Ron went to him for week seventeen, for week 18. He's like, hey, we'd like you to start, and then we're going to bring Sam in. And he's like, nah, you can start Sam. I'm not dancing for you. At some point, people don't want to dance. See, I, I've, I've tried to put myself in that position, and I tried to replay what I think probably could have happened in the meeting. And I promise you, I would have cursed him up from up, down, all over the place. Dog if he, came, if he came to me and said, you're going to start what's called in week 17 when you know I got the team, I'm rolling. Okay, I go, go do your thing. Then if he goes out there and he, he just poops the bed like he did, then you come back, oh, we want to start you, but then we're going to take you out. I'm going to say, to hell with that. You can, you can start who you want. Maybe, just don't even dress me out. I would have said some 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 treacherous stuff. So that's what I I'm saying. I know the dude is competitive. And, yeah, he might be happy-go-lucky and people like him. But you know what? He's a competitor. And when someone is just toying with your damn feelings, the truth comes out. And I can see that happening now. This is where you have to show me a little bit more as a coach. Can't let it bother you. You got to move on past it. Here's what we got to move on. John Bostic, commander's linebacker, joins us next. He just opened a massive training facility in Florida, first of its kind. Really cool story. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
That's a that's a Scotty's Vodka Rebel Friday song if I've ever heard one right there. Calmly walk to your local liquor store, get a bottle of Scotty's Vodka, and enjoy your weekend. Helping us get closer to our weekend, we're going to go to the BetQL guest line. Welcome in our friend, Commander's linebacker, Mr. John Bostic. John, what's up, man? Thank you for making some time for us. How are you? I'm good. How you guys doing? We're doing good, man. Um, obviously, there's a lot to get to, but I want to start with, with your big news that just came out today. I, you know, you've been here in D.C. for a while. We've known each other for a while. I know that you are far from just a football player. You've had a real estate business going in Florida for some time. But today you're announcing – you know, the the opening of a massive, massive training facility down in Florida. And, and I just think it's so cool when players can can move into other realms and use their knowledge to ad- advance their lives. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, some I've been working on for, for quite some time. You know, it's, you know, at, you know, business, obviously, when you when you open something, uh, you know, you're looking for location, and, you know, it's all about location. Uh, you know, we've been – had this location probably about two, two and a half years, you know, working on this this actual site. Um, but the whole plan, you know, that I've been putting together, it was probably about nine and a half, getting ready going, you know, ten years. I've been working on this, you know, blueprint for, for quite some time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a very, very, very observant guy, and, you know, I've been, you know, around – uh, you know, it's lead for a long time. I've been able to come across, you know, a lot of guys that have helped mentor me, you know, throughout, you know, my time and being able to help put this kind of blueprint together. Uh, most most people had no idea that I've been, been working on this, you know. Um, so let, let's talk you know. specifically about, about what you're working on, about what Bostic Sports Performance, the Wellington Sports Academy. I mean, you're talking about 17 acres, 100,000 square feet. Tell us your vision and, and what this thing's going to be. Oh, so it's a sports academy that I'm putting together. Uh, you know, I see so many kids. Uh, you know, my little brother's a senior in high school right now. He's accepting a football scholarship. Uh, he'll take off sometime this summer. And, uh, you know, he's a defensive back. And so to be, you know, really around, you know, these kids, you know, more and more, you know, throughout the years, you know, I'm seeing so many kids slip through the cracks. And it's like they're slipping through the cracks because they don't have the, the right resources, you know, the coaching you know, and, and the most important part is really the guidance. You know, mm-hmm. you see a lot of these kids, you know, they kind of make decisions as a, you know, this and that and the third. And it's like, you know, you try to see like, man, like who, who in the world is giving you this information? And, you know, it sucks because, you know, these kids are doing everything they can to be able to make it and be able to go live a dream. You know, they'll listen to anybody. And sometimes, you know, and a lot of times they're getting bad information from people who have never been there, you know, and done it to where, you know, they've actually experienced where these kids want to get to. So to be able to kind of put, you know, something together where, you know, I can touch these kids, you know, 365 days a year, you know, is, is important, you know, uh, to me. And it's important, you know, to this community and to these kids, you know, in the South Florida area, um, you know, because it's needed, you know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, they have camps in the off seasons and, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, having the camps and everything. I attend a lot of those camps and, you know, you can invite your teammates and everybody, you know, out, um, have a good time for the kids. Um, you know, when I first came to lead, I always said I was going to do that. But then it's like the more and more I thought was like, you know, it's like, okay, I have a camp, but it's like I've affected that kid's life for one day out of 365 days in a year. You know, it's like, what about the other, you know, 364 days? Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, it doesn't matter. 
You know, like I don't care. And so that's where this whole dream was like, how can I put something together where I can give back to the next generation, you know, from, you know, the, the, the values that were instilled in me, the, the mentors that I've had, the coaches that I've had, being able to take all that knowledge and give it to these kids and help them put their best foot forward to be able to go live a dream and, you know, have a chance at a free education. John, I've heard a lot about you and your business acumen. I think you could be doing, you're doing this thing twofold. You got guys right now that you can teach to get involved with other stuff and use their minds for more than just the football. And you also are helping out the young guys. Have you thought about that mindset? Yes. So, so I am. So like I said, everybody knows me, you know, in the, you know, the, the business side of things, uh, you know, I'm not just an athlete, uh, but it's like, I take a lot of these young guys, you know, under my wing. And, uh, you know, a lot of these young guys, they come to me and they're starting to ask questions, which is good because I know when I came in the lead, it was, it wasn't many of us. It was really just me. When I was in Chicago, that was, you know, doing a lot of the business, you know, stuff, you know, I was paying attention to Brandon Marshall and what he was doing and, you know, how his you know brain worked and functioned. Um, and, I, and I learned a lot from him. But to be able to, to get more guys, we have to have more guys when they walk away from, you know, their profession, you know, in, in the National Football League, they've got something to show for it. You know, it's too many, you know, of us that are walking away and you know, all they got is a Maserati or, you know, whatever. And, and they got nothing to show for, you know, a bunch of stats and accolades. Um, but, you know, they haven't taken good care of their money. You haven't figured out, you know, what they want to do, you know, after, you know, the game. Because as you can play, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, that's still a short portion of your life. you got the rest of your life to live. And it's like you've got to find something you're interested in. Talking with Commander's linebacker John Bostic here at his – Opening of the Wellington Sports Academy, the Bostic Sports Performance Gym. I mean, the scope of this thing is unreal. 17 acres. Just just the baseball complex is 10,000 square feet. The open turf is 15,000 square feet. They got seven full basketball courts. I mean, it's it's massive. The actual Bostic Sports Performance Gym is going to be 7,000 square feet. Um, John, it, it's interesting you say players get into the league and then leave with nothing but their Maserati. I remember years ago in the Skins locker room talking to an undrafted guy who, who had made it. He was probably into his third year, but he's on an RFA deal, so he's only getting tendered every year. And he was wearing a Gucci t-shirt. A Gucci t-shirt. And we were just kind of joking around. You know how the vibe is in the locker room. And he yep. was mm-hmm. telling me that he paid 500 bucks for this mm-hmm. t-shirt. And in my head, I'm just like, that is not smart. That is not prudent, dude. And and clearly you're trying to help other players look for more, whether it's during their career like you right now or, or after their career. How did you arrive at, at wanting to be that kind of NFL player? Um, I mean, I, I just saw it growing up. Like, um, this is something I grew up in. You know, my, both of my parents are educated, you know, got their doctor's degrees. My dad's a pharmacist. You know, my mom works for the school district uh, down in West Palm Beach. Uh, you know, my, my dad played in the NFL as well, but, uh, you know, he's he's always preached to me because he saw it. You know, I, so I was able to kind of get that at a younger age as of, you know, how this, you know, works because he saw, you know, some of the guys that were, you know, the highest paid at their positions in the lead at that time and, you know, literally then, you know, completely broke. And, and it's sad because, you know, they were, you know, some of the best players, you know, that have, you know, really stepped foot on a football field, you know, for the NFL. Um, so it's like that was something I always, you know, took to is like, you know, that that's never going to be me. Like I'm not going to be a statistic, you know. So like I said, when I walked in the league, you know, that was some, the first thing I bought. You know, I didn't buy a car. You know, I didn't buy a house. You know, a lot of guys still make fun of me now. It's like I'm in year 10 and I still live with my parents at home. 
you know, so. Um, Don't you own it, like 40 it, rental properties? <laughs> I, I, own, I own 22. Uh, like, okay. I still stay, at, stay at the house, you know, with, with, with my parents, you know, because we're, we're only down here, uh, you know, so much and then we've got to get back. But, you know, the, the, the other part about that, like I said, I've got a little brother, I've got a little sister, you know, my family, you know, I'm gone most of the time. You know, I've been gone 10 years in, in the NFL, you know, four years in college. So, you know, you don't get to see them on an everyday basis. And, you know, we're really, you know, close-knit family. So to be able to come back and spend as much time as I can with them at the house, um, you know, is important to me. But like I said, when it comes to these guys and how I kind of, you know, did that, like I had two parents that taught me the right way. And I know that was certain things like you get close with these guys and it's like, you know, you do see guys that go and buy, you know, $500, you know, shirts and $1,000 shirts and, you know, $3,000, you know, worth of shoes, you know, over here. And it's like, next thing you know, their whole outfit is five to 10 grand. And it's like, you know, it's, it's just not feasible, you know, when it, when it comes to, to that stuff. And it's like, okay, like right now you're okay. But it's like, what about when that check starts, you know, stops coming in now? what? Right. And then you're talking about, you know, as a, cause, you could be here today and gone tomorrow. You never know. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to ask you one more, and then we got to talk about your other business, the actual pro football side of this thing. Um, mm-hmm. Have you been to the St. James in, like, Springfield, Alexandria, wherever that is? Springfield, like, Virginia. Uh, have you been over there? I, I have not been over to St. James yet. But people, uh, like I was talking to uh, – um, uh, Malcolm and I was talking to Coach Revere, and you know when them, okay. you know when I was talking to Coach Revere during the season, you know about it, you know they both said the same thing. They said, you know, you need to go over and check out St. James. Like in a way, this is actually very, very similar. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. It's a about. similar scope. Four hundred thousand yeah. square feet. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's 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 something that you know it's very very similar. Uh, you know, it's just we've essentially added you know, the, the academy portion. So that's where, you know, we're going to have, you know, kids that are going to be coming off from South Florida and around the country to come play for, you know, our national academy teams. And, you know, we're going to go and we're going to play teams like IMG. We're going to go and play, you know, teams out in Texas and Cali and, you know, Jersey. And, and to be able to move these kids around and expose these kids, you know, to, to competition and put them on a pedestal. So, like I said, you know, they're getting, you know, the same resources that we have in a collegiate and professional level, they're getting that stuff at a youth level to allow them to put their best foot forward and give them the best chance to be able to go and succeed. And, you know, like whatever they decide, you know, they want to do and whichever, you know, you know, sport or, or profession, like we're giving them all the resources they need to be able to go and do it. Very cool. So last thing um, you've been in the NFL for 10 years. You, you know Mm -hmm. how this works. I, it, you don't have to be a mind reader to know how much Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio value you in their locker room and value you as a part of their team. You are slated for free agency. It starts next week. What is your mm-hmm. mind like going into this portion of the NFL season where your future may not be decided for a month from now? Um, to be honest, like, you know, you, when it comes to, uh, to this, you know, side, I usually let my, my agent, you know, handle all that stuff. You know, I, I play football. I love football. You know, it's something that I've, I've done since I was five years old. Um, you know, so I, I enjoy, you know, that aspect. You know, the whole business side, I kind of let, you know, my, my agent deal with that. I don't even step in. I don't even know about, you know, conversations and all that stuff. Um, you know, because like I said, I, I know, you know, down here I'm working. I'm, uh, you know, I do a lot of stuff with the kids. So it's You're like busy, I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm running around, you know, and, and the thing about it, um, uh, you know, I've done it for a long time. 
You know, the average NFL career is two years. You know, you know, I've been around as long as I have, you know, because of, you know, what I have upstairs, what I have, uh, how, how my coaches, you know, value me, how my teammates value me, and, you know, you know uh, and the type of player I am. So all those things kind of go together. So, when it, like I said, when it comes to the business side, I let them, you know, take care of business. And, you know, for me, I take care of business on my end. That's why you have an agent, is to <laughs> let them deal with that. There you go. Yep. I mean, it's a relatively simple process. John, thank you so much for making time, man. Is there a website or anything people can check out if they want to uh, just check out the facility you're building down in Florida? Yeah, so the the social pla- uh, social media platforms, they're already up. Uh, you know, the website, uh, that'll be coming uh, very shortly. That'll probably be closer to the groundbreaking uh, in July, right before training camp, um, you know, that a lot of the guys will get out to. Um you know, because like I said, there's going to be a lot of, you know, uh, people that are coming to really make this thing special. And I think over the next couple of weeks when, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, young men and young women are, you know, announced past there, um, it's really, really going to make this special because it's, it's nothing like it is out there. John, congrats, man. Congrats, I, I know brother. how hard you work, and this is really, really cool and a huge achievement. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks for making time for us. That is Commander's linebacker, John Bostic. Check out the awesome work he's doing down in Florida. John, thank you again. 1 o'clock, we got Ask Beamich Anything. Do not go anywhere. Keep it playing, Landini. I'm feeling it. Hey, B. What up? You know where we'll be exactly one week from today? Yeah. Where? At TAP. That's right. Join B. Mitch and Finley and Grant and Danny as they broadcast live from Tap Sports Bar at MGM National Harbor next Thursday and Friday for all of the NCAA tournament first round action. Nothing, trust me from this, I've, trust me on this, I've been to Vegas for this, nothing is more fun than a sports book for the first, first and second round of the tournament. Sweet 16 is dope, Final Four is dope, they're all awesome. Especially now with all the player props and wacky stuff you can bet on. Join us next Thursday and Friday, Tap Sports Bar, MGM, National Harbor. Beamish is going to have an open tab. He's buying everybody Long Island iced teas. That's that's what the copy says, B. You know what? I am uh, I just read something. Uh, I'm doing this class right here by defamation of character and speaking lies on radio. <laughs> you just you just committed that. <laughs> that that was a joke. It's a, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm testing out some April Fool's Day content. I didn't right? know I was going to be testing in real life today. <laughs> now, we, it's not a joke that we will be at MGM National Harbor oh, that's next a fact. Thursday that's a fact. and Friday. That's a fact, Jack. Um, damn it. There's two things I want to mention. I have three things I want to mention, and we're not going to get into them. we got to ask Beamish anything coming up at 1 o'clock. 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067, MGM, National Harbor, listener lines, open, all right? Depending how well we do, I might just keep asking anything open the whole damn hour because often the questions are great and get us talking, and I want to let everybody call in because we've been busy this week. We're going to be busy as hell next week. I don't know how much time there will be for calls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about this, what the Cowboys are doing, but there's a few things I want to point out first. Um, we had a dude call us yesterday that yelled at us about not covering George Mason. Do you remember that dude? Yeah. Well, then we asked, okay, what time is Mason playing? He said 2 o'clock. And then we said, who are they playing? He said, he said I don't uh, know. I don't know. So, 
we told that guy, if Mason wins, you can call in, get one full minute to talk about Mason. Well, they got rolled. So that guy jinxed George Mason. Whoever you are, sir, hit yourself in the forehead right now. All right, that was the <laughs> first thing I wanted to talk about. Number got two. Him, you got him. Got him. Got him. Um, number two that I wanted to talk about is Maryland Terrapins. My Maryland Terrapins won last night. They beat Minnesota, who's quite bad. Uh, Tonight, they have a pretty tough matchup, I'd say, against Indiana. Um, I went to the Maryland-Indiana game in College Park with my boy Rudy, I think end of January, maybe that was February, I'm not really sure. But it was fun. Indiana has a stud in the middle. I'm not sure what the plan is if Maryland gets in foul trouble like they did last night. But I'm excited to watch. It's a 9 o'clock Friday tip. Brian, do you think I will be awake by the end of that game? Probably talking midnight. Uh, no. You're going to yeah, be doing radio so. all day. Then you have a meeting. And then you're going to try to catch up after the meeting. No, nah, you're not going to be up. <laughs> the old catch-up is always yeah. dangerous. Yeah, you're not, not mustard. Catch-up. Yeah, you're not going to – you're not going to – you're going to start off watching it, be very, very into it. And I think you're going to wake up and you're going to be still dressed. On the couch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, last thing. Georgetown has fired Patrick Ewing. Yeah. They had to. Um, they had no it, choice. It, just, it, it wasn't working, man. And yeah. it, it, it wasn't working at a very, very, very bad level. It doesn't change who Pat is to the Hoyas program. Yeah. Um, greatest player that team's ever had. One of the greatest college basketball players ever. Um, they had to make that move. Do you know who is favored to become the next Georgetown head coach? No. Rick Patino. Really? And now, I mean, this is per Bet Online. It's a you know an offshore betting website. But Patino, um, I believe, will be back in the tournament this year coaching Iona. Uh, if they get Patino, all of a sudden that thing has juice quick on the hilltop. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of think Mike Bray, the former DeMatha assistant, former Duke assistant, he's been at Notre Dame for probably close to 15 years or something now. I think Mike Bray it seems more realistic. The name I like is Mike Jones, who's the former DeMatha head coach that is now a Virginia Tech assistant. Um, you got that but whoever with DeMatha. Always helps, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I think if it is Patino, he would want his son to come with him. Um Rick Pitino Jr. and then like you know, kind of coach and waiting situation. See, yeah, uh, they don't need that. They need to just that that you come here, you coach. I don't need you come here setting up your 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 family four hundred one k plan. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point. All right, um, am I allowed, landfill? Am I allowed to start the questions for Ask Me Mitch anything, or do I have to let the JP? Phone when do you ask it? permission to try and do that? You do it every week. Landfill's the chief BS officer. He's not paying attention to you right now. He's talking okay, to somebody perfect. on the phone. Ask much anything when we return. I have a question for Brian. Why are the Cowboys clearing so much cap space? Don't go anywhere. It's Beamish and Finley. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.